Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Trolley Watch, New Idea Foods' very fabulous podcast. My name is Amy Sinclair, and I am joined by the always wonderful, always fabulous Barbara Northwood. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm really good. Thanks for coming back. You got your trolley in your hand. I certainly do. Wheeling down the aisles. I love it. I go up every aisle too. You sure do. I bet you do, Barb. <laughs> Looking for more things to pack into the freezer. <laughs> Trolley Watch, of course, is your number one podcast for all things cooking and shopping and bargains and supermarkets. If you want to know about it, we're going to tell you. Right, Barb? We sure are. Let's get straight into it. This is one of my favourite segments. Well, we do it every week. It's Best in Isle. It's, of course, where we get four or five or six, however many, popular varieties of one product. We do taste test to work out which is our favourite and we let you know. Because you go to the, the supermarket, don't you, Barb? And there's so much choice. Yes, indeed. I mean, there's the the, the the store brand ones. There are the ones that you know, you, you know about, the, the, the big marketing campaigns. But looking at the packet, you often don't know which one's best. No, you stand there agonising. You do. Yep. And, you know, it would be nice just to know. I mean, obviously, and often there are very big price difference, of, of course. Yes, indeed, indeed. Do I get the $2 one? Do I get the $6 one? Do I get the $10 one? Yes, Stuff. And price doesn't necessarily always oh, mean the best, does it? Isn't that the truth, it? Barb? Mm. Eh? Hey, hey, hey. All right. So this week we did camembert. Honestly, could I think of anything better that we could taste? I know test? it's my favourite. In fact, everything that we've done in recent weeks, I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> but camembert, I could have just like face planted I know, them. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah, get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about me and my cheese fetish. Let's go through them one by one. So first up, we had the Audi Emporium Camembert. Now that's 125 grams. Very, very well priced at $2.79. Barb, tell me what you thought. I thought it was absolutely delicious. It was a beautiful one, and creamy. I like to take them out of the fridge about an hour before I use them or eat them. Great advice. And it started to melt in the middle and it was just a beautiful cheese. Wasn't a lovely that- flavour. Yeah, it I, looked I really authentic, it. didn't it? Like sometimes it they can look a bit cardboardy when yes, you, even yes. in the when they're whole. But this had the beautiful kind of authentic, quite sort of washed yes. rind, and and when you cut into it, Barb's right, it just kind of was a bit gooey and a bit yummy. And well, this one has won mm. a bronze and silver medal at various shows. Ninety five percent Sinclair cheese show. <laughs> yeah, ninety five percent Aussie ingredients. <laughs> a really, really good product, I thought. Next up, we had uh, the Coles home brand Camembert, 125 grams, and this one's $3. So 21 cents more than the Audi version, but, you know, still a well-priced cheese. What did you think, Barb? Look, I thought the flavour was quite nutty 
it wasn't bad, but it didn't have that lovely melty texture. It was a yeah. little bit solid for me. It was quite cardboardy. Yeah, you know, like you know when you get a cheese out of the uh, camembert out of the um the fridge and you, you cut it straight away and it's and quite it like a, a holds its shape. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was like it you just got out of the fridge, wasn't it? But yeah, yeah. It was a bit for that one. Next up, we had the Woolworths ham home brand, the milk and creamy camembert cheese for three dollars again. And that's 125 grams. What did you think of this one, Bob? I thought it was a little bit ordinary, almost Mm. like the Coles version. Again, it didn't melt. It was very solid. Um, If anything, a little bit rubbery. So, yeah, yeah, and again, not a favourite at all. You could have sort of hurled it across as like a hockey (laughs) puck, couldn't you? (laughs) Cut out shapes with it, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Next we had – now, I love the name of this one – the unicorn camembert cheese, uh, which is actually lactose-free. It's like my daughter decided to name cheese one day. They got her in and said, what would you call this camembert? And she went, unicorn. <laughs> that's that's not true at all. My daughter's 13. She's literally going to stab me in the eye when she hears me say that. She'd call it like, I don't know. Travis, Travis Scott or something. <laughs> anyway, what did you think of the unicorn cheese? I actually liked this one. It was very creamy and really tasty. For lactose-free, it was a really lovely cheese. It was yeah. good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, really good, really I'm good. A, I'm a big fan of um, – I mean, I've, I've been having the Audi cheese for some years now and I'm, I'm a big fan of it. But I've got to say the, the lactose-free one was – Really good. Really good. what it was. It yeah, was delicious. Totally. Yeah. $5, it's a bit more expensive – but yes. still, it's not going to break the bank, but not it's all. definitely a bit more expensive. Then the last one we tried was a Tasmanian Heritage Camembert cheese, $5 for 125 grams. Now, this one you'll recognise when you're in – you've probably seen it before, guys. It's the the oval-shaped one from Coles and Woolworths. Barb, what did you think of this one? I thought it was a little bit disappointing, to be honest. I thought it was a perhaps, uh, again, not a lot of flavour and yeah. didn't have that lovely creamy, runny centre. That's what you're really yeah. looking for, isn't it? Yeah, totally, totally. Big I old think you get spoiled when you've had a really good goo. one and yeah. then you go to something like this. So, Yeah. All right, Barb, it's time for it. You know what I'm going to say. You can hear well, it coming. But what I'm... gets the golden trolley? It has to be Aldi's. Oh. It's, look, not only for price but just that flavour. It was Beautiful. delicious. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the lactose-free one definitely gets a um, – Second place. A second place. Amazing. Well, thank you guys. Don't forget to head to our Facebook page, New Idea Food, or even Foodiful, where we will continue the conversation about your favourite cheese. Until next time, Barb. Thanks, Amy. New Idea Foods Trolley Watch. Now, this has to be one of my favourites. It's Barb's Blind Taste (laughs) Test. Enter the show tune music there. Pretty, please. Anyway. Today, Barb, I have four different types of instant coffee. Yes. You have no idea which no, I ones don't. which. I'm going to tell you right now, I am giving you a, a huge range of coffees here. Now, they all look very similar. Yes. They, they, they smell pretty similar, but you're going to pick which one's your favourite. Okay. I'm going to tell you which ones they are so far, right? All so right. we've got yes. Audi's All Cafe Aroma Classic. Now, that's $3.69 for 200 gram jar, so yep. quite well priced. I'm also got the Coles Original Granulated Coffee, which again is 200 grams to $3.70. I'm pretty sure the Coles Coffee has already won a few awards. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't know which is which. So, you know, we're still going into this blind, but just letting you know we do have an award winner in here. Okay. We've also got the Makona Classic Medium Rice. Who hasn't tried Makona in their days? It's been around a long time, Makona. Long time. Mm. 
<laughs> which is a bit more expensive, $13 for a 200-gram jar. Yes. So it's a quality yes. uh, premium there, mm-hmm. there, Barb. And then we have the International Roast Instant Coffee, 500 grand, Tim, for again, $11. All right, Barb, I'm going to hit you up. Now, All right. Barb's made me do a very, very, very specific scientific you know, version of this. We've got 200 mils of water with the, the teaspoon yes. of coffee so that there's no disparity. Okay, so this is the first between one. Between the two. Yeah, don't look at the bottom bar because that's no. where it says what it is. <laughs> there's no cheating. No cheating. This is a. Mm, yes. Yeah. All right. Yep. That's number one. Yep. All right. We'll put that over here. Number two, Barb. Oh. Two. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, that got a bit of a tick of approval, I can tell. Uh, number three. Oh, yes. she's not sure on that one, but yeah. Dennis, I can tell you mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. that's the last one. Okay, right. Oh, well, that's very interesting. It's very interesting. <laughs> I am a coffee drinker. I really love coffee. You do, Bob, don't you? You have like about three hundred and twelve cups a day, <laughs> I don't you? About a fourth this morning. <laughs> Sometimes you need it, don't you? Oh, oh I certainly do. Yeah. When I go to the airport, I always order two coffees. But they're both for me. <laughs> down them. Then you then you get a vodka, don't you, Barb? I'm kidding. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Barb, tell me, which is your favourite? It would be number three. Number three. All right. Drum roll, people. And tell me. I'm happy to confirm <gasps> yes. that Barb has chosen the Audi coffee. Audi coffee. Three, really? The cheapest one, $3.69. Yes. Wow. Okay. That as your number one. Would yeah. you drink it as a daily, you know, drink? Having now tasted that, yes. Oh. Yeah, it's got flavour. And Barb, what was your second favourite? Um, Obviously the last one. Oh, let me have a look. Oh, that one's Coles. Yeah. There you go. Audi and Coles yes. have beaten Macona and International Rose. There you go. In the, the, the bar blind test. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. Get out your $3. That's all you need for a decent jar of coffee. That's I love good it. That's value, isn't it, though? Well That's done, really Barb. You, you, you've gone through it again and you, you, you've made it. So, Barb, with this next segment, I am doing something very different with you because obviously, obviously you know that New ID Food and Foodful have a very, very huge social media following. Yeah, we should. And do. we get a lot of questions through on our Facebook pages. So, I have three questions from people who have very, very, very um, interesting questions that they would love you to answer. Okay. So, I'm just going to hit you with it. Ready, Barb? Yep, ready. Question one this comes from Eleanor. I love using phyllo pastry, but it always cracks when I am folding it. I hear you, Eleanor. I hear you. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. Do you have any tips, Bob? Look, I sure do. What you need to do is lay it out flat on a bench and then you must keep it covered probably with a tea towel, a damp tea towel. Otherwise, it dries out very quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, if the tea towel is too damp, you end up tearing it because it does become soggy. Uh-huh. So if you want to, put a piece of plastic wrap over it and then the tea towel. But that's the secret to handling phyllo. It is just very, very delicate and it does tear. And also we've found that if you use frozen phyllo, sometimes that can tear also when you're unfolding it because it's, it's well, I must say sometimes the stores freeze it it probably thaws on the way to the store or in the in their yeah. storeroom and then it goes to the freezer. So by the time you get it home, you can have a bit of trouble with it. So it's not necessarily always your fault. 
So don't blame yourself, but just treat it carefully. Never blame yourself. It's just cooking, isn't it, Barb? It sure is. So a bit of a plastic overlay, yep. a bit of, bit of cling film, yes. and then a nice damp tea, tea towel. towel that yes. isn't too damp. Just yes. wring it out well. Yes. Yeah, I think so. You wouldn't want to have a bit of, you know, no, no bacteria on juice it. on it or something. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Question two. When this comes from Sarah, yes. When I thicken a casserole sauce or gravy with corn flour, I'm never sure when to add it. This is true. Yes. What do you suggest? It's always a bit of a problem. First of all, you must blend the corn flour with water yes. to make it pourable. And then once the casserole's finished cooking or the gravy's reduced to the right consistency, you then stir in the corn flour. Continue to stir over a high heat until it boils and thickens. If right. you don't boil it, it won't thicken. And what happens is if you keep boiling it for too long because you need to do something else and it's cooking away, the corn flour will actually break down again. Oh. So you need to re-add it. It's not like flour. Flour is a much stronger oh, bond. So it than kind of loses flour. its magical ability. It so it's always at the very last you add it. Amazing. I didn't know that. Question three. Now this comes from Emma. Uh, why do I need to always use caster sugar when I make cakes? Well, Lots of sugar out there, Barb. Why do we always have to have caster sugar? Because it has a smaller crystal size than regular sugar um. and also it dissolves more easily than butter so it does become very light and fluffy. Um, that's why a lot of recipes have that as a, you know, a one-liner, yeah. beat, beat butter and sugar. If you use regular sugar, you could end up with a very crusty crust on the cake mm. and white patches because it really doesn't dissolve. Mm. You've got to dissolve it in that butter before it goes into no the one oven. No, it's a patchy cake. Too, no, though. that's just nasty. And I've seen fruit cakes like that too. It's oh, not yeah. creamed enough, not beaten enough, so it ends up very crunchy. Crunchy crust. I'm not a great baker, but I'm not going to lie <laughs> to you. And my mum's always on my back about you're not creaming it long enough. Yes, oh, pavlovas. I'm a shocker. Yes. She said, I'm not patient enough. It's true. Yeah, that's It's true. It's true. Mum's always right. Thanks, Barb. If you have any more questions, please send your questions through to our Facebook pages, New Idea Food or Foodiful, and uh, we'll get Barb on the air to answer them for you. Thanks, Barb. Lovely. Thanks, Amy. Oh, Barb, this next segment. This is a corker, isn't it? It sure is. Now, <laughs> it's called... Battle of the budget nonstick fry pans. I, I don't know about you, Barb, but I, I'm I'm not a big fan of spending a lot of money on serious cookware. Now, but I'm sure now. And guys, let me just tell you, I have been to the New Idea Food Test Kitchen. There's seven different kitchens, like kitchen stations. Am I right, Barb? That's seven? right. Yes. Yep. Seven different kitchen stations. That's seven ovens. Cooktops, the works, different bench spaces. It's like it's like MasterChef in there, isn't it? It sure like is. It's very, very – and they've got pantries and they've got all sorts lined up. And let me tell you about the the, the cookware and the, the plates. There's a whole room full of just plates and different – all colour-coordinated plates and, and crockery and, and all sorts. It just looks really, really pretty. But then they've got these appliances and the the, the, the fry pans and the chopping yes, boards. Yes. At least eighty four thousand chopping boards. You've never <laughs> seen <laughs> you've never seen so many chopping boards. But when it comes to cookware, it's serious business, isn't it? Yep, isn't it, Barb? It really and is. I'm guessing that you've got some pretty fancy firepower at home. Yeah, I do. I've loved – do you know, I bought my cookware, which was a set of saucepans and a fry pan, I can tell you back in 1980, 
and I still use them. Wow. That's how good. It was a whole wage back in those days. My whole wage went to invested in these. Well, and it's a, I mean, we're talking what, you know, 20, I can't add, 25 oh, I years. I think a lot longer than that. 38, 38 years. years I don't 39 know. years. It, yeah. It's been totally. like 112 years yes. and they're yeah. still going and strong. And they're still going. Yeah. That's a good and investment. And they Brilliant. Yep. I love That's how I feel about my shoes. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. But I do love a good cheap cookware when you, you know, piece of cookware when you find it. I was saying to you before that I've been using a $10 fry pan that I bought from Woolworths for years now. I absolutely love it because it it gets a really good crust on it when you're doing stir fries or when you're doing a just a, a quick steak and they're not too heavy, like it gets really good heat under it. So yeah. I'm a big fan of a, of, a, of a budget cookware. So I'm very excited about this. What we did was, guys, we got four – actually, no, we got five. Five different fry pans from all your, your regular players and the, the price limit was $20, wasn't it, Yes, Bob? indeed. We did the Woolies fry pan, which was $13. This actually looked quite impressive. It had a um, – it's quite big, very big. You could easily do a pasta in there or a um, a stir fry if you wanted. Yep. It had a ridged bottom. Yes. Oh, that sounded yeah. good. Mm, mm. Like celluline, a bit rude. Yeah. Good God. Um, but it was it was very certainly very Yeah, impressive. that was a 30-centimetre one. Yeah. There was the Kmart stone-based one, which was $13. Now, this has got some pretty seriously good reviews on uh, Facebook so far. Yes. The Kmart Mums Australia uh, Facebook group, a, a lot of the mums in there absolutely rave about it, saying it's better than their Scampan and their Jamie Oliver okay. Tafal mm-hmm. one. So this has a, some pretty good reviews behind it. The Big W one was $9.50. This is the one that is very similar to the one I've got at home, and it's a big – Big fry pan, got a very high side on it. Yes. And um, it is very sort of big and generous. Then we had the Coles one, which was $8, a little smaller than the others. And um, then we had the Audi $20 one. It's a bit, a bit of a, a change that the most expensive one came from Audi. Yes. But it was a very impressive one. Yeah, and that was five 30 year, centimetres too. Yeah, 30 centimetres. It comes with a five-year warranty, triple layer nonstick. Yeah. Um, so it's so quite, quite your fancy one. And what we did was we got a pancake mix together and we got we we cooked the the same pancake in all the fry pans to work out which one a had the best nonstick coating. Yes, two were the best to use, like just sort of, and also had really even kind of cooking. Yes. So pancakes are a really good way, aren't they, Barb? Absolutely, to, to see, a good judge. Yeah, good because you can see the brownness across them. But I've got some tips here before we go on with oh, that, Amy. Oh, go on please. why people actually buy a nonstick fry oh. pan. So the newer coatings are more scratch resistant than they used to be because yep. that was the trouble. Yeah, you, know, you, you move things and then you they're put, ruined. You use your wrong utensil, exactly, and, metal, and then and oh, there yep. it goes. It's all up. The cleanup is easy because they simply you simply wash them in hot soapy water and then rinse and wipe dry. You need less fat to cook in, so that makes them healthier. So usually they are lighter to handle than stainless steel cookware. Plus they're suitable for most frying tasks but produce really good results when making pancakes, crepes, eggs and bacon. Oh, see? See, they're I'm really good. I'm onto something, you have to aren't have I? Totally. I'm onto totally, something. Totally. All right. So, Barb, talk me through. What did you think of the Woolies one? Um, uh, I thought it was a little bit patchy. Um, yeah, it was a bit – and it took ages brown to get the heat up, didn't a it? A lot, yes. Nice and light to handle. Uh, it was deep. It cooks on all surfaces, gas, halogen, but really, yeah, not not the best quality what we were looking for. No. Next yeah. one's the Kmart one. What did you think of the Kmart one? 
But and again, not as good uh, as a non-stick surface really for pancakes. It was good to cook it was heavy with, heavy wasn't gauge it? Yeah, it was, but, but again, a little bit patchy. But the, the colour on the bottom of the pancakes, guys, it was sort of half of it sort of was brown, brown but white, then had some speckledy, yeah. bit, bits of white in there. So it wasn't a very even yes. kind of, of, of cooking. Next one was the big W one. What yeah. did you think? Um, I liked it. I really liked it. Really lovely, even brown pancake. As soon as it came out, you could see that. Good heat distribution, uh, nice non-stick interior, um, quick to heat, easy to handle, was light. I liked that one. For $9, really good. $9. Yeah. You can't argue. Now the Coles one, $8. Let's have yeah. a little chat about that. It wasn't stable. It was so light. It just, it kept, just kept on tipping, tipping over. over. It was actually <laughs> a bit uh, – look, I don't want to throw words around like unsafe or, you know – uh, but it was it, it was a little bit wobbly. unsafe, yeah. but it did produce. A it, really was a good cop- it was a great cup. It was a great. If you have something in it, it holds yes. it down, and then it's fine. So yes. it produced a great pancake, but you just wouldn't want to leave it on the stove top for any <laughs> period of time because exactly. it actually topples off, unfortunately. Uh, and the last one, Audi, twenty bucks, Barb. What did you think? Yeah. Again, um, it was a little bit patchy on the pancakes, and also that ha- handle tended to get a little bit hot. Um, it was left there for any length of time. So for the value, it wasn't bad. But again, um, yeah, I probably wouldn't go for the oldie one. Now, Barb, did you test about how it feels when you hit your husband over the back of the head with it when he's being a – No, I haven't done that one. Is that just me? <laughs> I think Sorry. that's you. That's just that's me. That's you and Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> It's a bit too, you know, I wouldn't waste a good fry pan on that. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Now – Barb, tell me, which ones you pick? Which one would you spend I'd your hard-earned the money big on? W for $9. I called it early, it. didn't I, guys? You, it I was did. really good. I said it yes. was surprisingly good. Yes. Yes. $9.50. Nice mm. And it's really deep. You can yeah, really easily good. do a, a stir-fry noodles, pasta, yes. anything in there. And if you had arthritis in the wrists, <laughs> you could lift it easily. And sometimes they're so heavy, that cookware you... If Big W want to kind of sponsor me and make me the face of their fry pans, I'm happy to consider all offers. Absolutely. Just want to leave that one there. Thank you, Barb. We're going to go play with our fry pans a bit more. Sure are. (laughs) Now, Barb, our last segment of the day, can this dessert be saved? I don't think I'm alone here when I say that I've had my fair share of um, dessert disasters. (laughs) I'm a good cook, yes. but when it comes to desserts, there's a real science to some of it, isn't it? And Look, if there you, is, and I think we've all had mistakes. I think yeah. we've all had those disasters, though. It's not just you. But, Barb, you're saying that you don't have to throw away your, your botched dessert. You, you certainly can don't. actually turn it into <laughs> something more, can't you? Exactly. So what do you do, Barb? You've made a pavlodi, you've baked a cheesecake. It's absolutely a disaster. Either yes. it's fallen apart or yes. – Sometimes they stick to the paper because the oh, sugar's not dissolved and then they me. weep and then when you try to move them, it all just goes into pieces. Goes – So yeah. don't despair. What you need to do is you soften a two-litre carton of ice cream. Oh. So it could be any flavour you want, even vanilla. You then whip a 300ml carton of cream to soft peaks, fold that through the ice cream, slightly soften it. Yeah. And then you put in the broken pieces of pavlova with a cup of frozen raspberries, blueberries, strawberries, oh, whatever you've how got. Good does that sound? And then you put it into a 24 centimetre springform pan, line it with plastic wrap, yeah. put that mixture in and pop it into the freezer and freeze it. And you can cut that into wedges. Beautiful. You'd almost 
botch your dessert on purpose just to get that mm. happening, wouldn't you? How it's good really is it really delicious. Sound? It's absolutely beautiful. Oh. And then if you had other fruit that you were going to put on the pavlova, just pop it on top pop of the frozen or put it in your freezer, right, Barb? <laughs> <laughs> I was in that freezer. <laughs> what about a baked cheesecake, Barb? What can and I do I've, with that? Yeah, well, I've had this, you know, you go to that yeah. trouble and you bake it and then by the time you cool in the oven for an hour and you get it out now, it's lovely and cold. But it's not cooked. You can't put it back in. No. You go. And it starts sinking in the centre. You can tell when you haven't you know cooked it long deep enough. Yeah, don't you, Barb? Yeah. So what yeah. you do is you scoop it out, scoop out the centre tablespoons of the cheesecake filling. Yeah. I put on disposable rubber gloves, the kitchen ones, roll it into balls. Yeah. Take all the filling out of it. And then I melt some chocolate, so milk, oh. white, and you dip the balls in chocolate and then put them back on the tray. And at that point, you can sprinkle them with oh. um, mm. coconut, some finely chopped nuts, or even m- the chocolate. Then I've melted the balls in. I pop them into the fridge. Remelt that chocolate. This is really good. You put it into a little snap lock bag, squeeze yeah. it into one corner, twist it, snip the tip on it, and then you get the little balls out and you drizzle. So professional, little thin drizzles of chocolate over it. So you just present these to people and they've got this creamy filling. It's like a little cheesecake truffle, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You'd pay big money for those little morsels in a shop, wouldn't you? You would, and they're quite filling because they're quite rich. Barb, you make me want to botch my dessert on purpose. (laughs) I don't have to do it on purpose. It just happens naturally. Amazing. Well, Barb, you've done it again. Thanks, Amy. Turn your disaster into dessert. Amazing. Guys, thank you for joining us for another episode of Trolley Watch. Um, Don't forget to rate and subscribe to us and um, you can join in with the fun every single week. We will catch you next week when we are talking about all sorts of exciting things. My favourite thing is we are talking about vegan or meat can Barb Pickett. Let's hope. (laughs) Won't that be embarrassing? (laughs) Definitely chicken. Not why. <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.